The good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pillay. Hello, Terence. Hey, Darren. Phobias, eh? I know. You know, you know as far as I, I can remember, yes. as far back as I can remember, yeah. I've had a debilitating fear of domestic cats. And initially, uh, yes. I thought it was just a phase. No, it's debilitating. <laughs> you remember because, that time they brought a cat into the studio yeah, and you, you were I'm man down? You were I, I, it's, it's, it really is. I yeah. get anxious and it's... it's I discovered that it's a fear called, it's an actual phobia called yeah. Aurelia phobia. Oh, a fear Aurelia. of domestic cats. And a lot of me, uh, friends of mine laugh laugh at me because, yeah. you know, when I visit, they have to lock away cats yes. and that, that kind of but thing. But see, it's different because Skye's is like, he just doesn't like cats. But you have a proper fear. So what do yeah, you call it? Aurelia phobia. A phobia. So now, according to medical news today, a phobia is uh, an irrational fear. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of anxiety disorder in which individuals um, have a relentless dread of a situation. Yeah living creature place or thing yeah. um and you know they're common phobias like arachnophobia and fear of spiders but these are understandable they said that isn't irrational the fear of spiders that's rational fear of snakes fear of heights fear of close spaces these are all i would consider rational i can understand how you could fear them but the, yeah. the reason why they get the phobia is because of the irrational ones irrational ones but there are some unusual ones like uh, actor billy bob thornton for example has a fear of antique furniture and velvet curtains really? and so what i've done is i chatted to galia hillhouse the lifestyle experts this week and she shed some light on on these unusual phobias Galia you get fears and then you get phobias is there a difference absolutely um phobias are definitely more pronounced than fears and they develop when a person has an exaggerated or unrealistic sense of danger about a situation or object I think that's an important point to make is that a phobia is irrational it is irrational and um, it can be treated there there um, many causes for phobias and many theories um, as to why they come about but I think the important thing is to know that they can be treated. The word phobia actually comes from the word phobos um, which means fear and according to the Oxford Dictionary um, it's an extreme or irrational fear or aversion to something. So um, I was able to google this because I don't suffer from Legiza mechanophobia, which is the fear of computers, <laughs> or cyberphobia, which is really the fear of any technology, something that I don't think any you know, young people or anyone in our generation really suffers with. Yeah. But if you do, it can be really debilitating because it prevents you from really finding employment. And, <laughs> and I think that's just it, you know, in terms of it being irrational. Mm. You know, you have someone who has a phobia of ants or that's right, a phobia yes. of spiders or, or something like that. That. I mean, I personally, I've got a, a what, what you call Aurelia phobia, which is a phobia of domestic cats. That's I right. can't be around a domestic cat. And, you know, um, everyone has a cat. Everyone has a cat. Um, so it's quite debilitating for me in terms of I can't go and visit friends or family um, that have cats. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're looking at irrational behavior, I mean, that's what a phobia is. That's exactly it. And uh, just a question to you. Um, what type of response do you have? Or how do you, how does seeing a cat affect you, sort of in terms of physical symptoms? I can't explain it. There's no physical symptoms, mm. but um, I, they freak me out. Okay. I mean, if a cat was, uh, there is a door, mm. and, and a cat was on the other side of the door, I would still be freaked out. Mm. So there, there are common phobias like arachnophobia which is the fear of spiders and agoraphobia the fear of open spaces but take me through some of the more 
the, the unusual uncommon, phobias. Unusual okay. phobias. So some people are afraid of chickens, so similar to your cat phobia, but this one is called electrophobia. And um, then there is um, the fear of people with amputations. So you might respond to someone that has an amputation in a, in a way that actually causes um, anxiety. Mm. And that's called apotemnophobia. It's the same way that some people, when they see something traumatic, they, their initial reaction is to laugh yeah. um, because they actually have a phobia of of seeing trauma. I would imagine so. So um, this is an interesting one, um, being afraid of anything to do with England or English culture, and that's called <laughs> anglophobia. Um, and all the French stuff. <laughs> we've got ambulophobia, which is a fear of walking, which is, I think, that would definitely be debilitating because, um, yeah, how do you get from place to place? And then there's a blutophobia, which is a fear of bathing. Now, I know some people really suffer what we refer to as um, a germaphobe. Um, you know, there are those people that are really scared of germs. Like myself. So, I mean, being in a room with someone who has a fear of bathing, the two of you would, you know, that would be <laughs> quite an interesting um, conversation. Do you know Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't bath? I mean, well, she does, but yeah. she baths like once a week, and so does Kate Blanchard. That's amazing. Is this due to a phobia, do you know? I think they just, um, they went green and decided that they don't want to... S- a waste water and okay literally or figuratively no. <laughs> okay and then there's a taxophobia which is the fear of untidiness or disorder um so a lot of people that are sort of prone to you know being a perfectionist would suffer from something like that so what would happen then what would that mm. person if if that person with that fear walked in or that phobia walked in mm. to this room and saw everything so untidy what do you think the reaction would be Right, there are different degrees um, to the symptoms. So um, sometimes you'd get, you know, um, you know, you just get a little bit anxious, but it can become really, really debilitating in some instances. So I'm going to give you a few of the um, the symptoms to look out for. So it can be um, you could get um, you could start sweating, trembling, get hot flushes or chills, shortness of breath, difficulty breathing, a choking sensation, rapid heartbeat, dizziness, um, numbness, pins and needles, dry mouth. You know, these are all sort of um, very similar to panic attack symptoms. But when they get worse, um, it can be you know, you can have instances like social phobias, like agoraphobia, where people actually literally stay away from, um, or they li- they stay in their homes. Yeah. They they refuse to go out because of the and wide open space. That's right, because of the open spaces. And um, these are social phobias that really do need treatment. And fortunately, um, seven treat uh, many treatment options are available. So um, there are talking therapies and self help techniques that are very effective. And um, so, where most- would someone sorry to interrupt? Where oh. would someone go um, for therapy? That's right. You would go, you know, you'd follow the the usual route of going to see um, a therapist and then they would probably get you on a CBT program, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, That's a treatment by which you are exposed to the object of your fear, sort of in a controlled environment. And now what... um, 
you know, I, I was thinking to myself that Johnny Depp is probably on the CBT program because he surrounds himself, Terence, with red noses and wigs and funny shoes and women with lots yeah. of makeup. Okay, that's just a joke. But um, <laughs> he surrounds himself with clown paraphernalia because he suffers from cultrophobia, which is a fear of clowns. And um, I think also often the movies can take these fears and really, you know, use them to their yeah. advantage to create, um, you know, um, thrillers that that are very, very effective. And um, I actually know a lot of people who have a fear of clowns. You do? And it starts, um, you know, from their childhood, from going to the circus and things like that. And yeah. um, they grow up and develop this phobia. I, I do know a lot of people. So that's, that's quite a common one. Okay. So... Um, I wanted to have a look at some of the um, celebrities and their phobias. We've touched on a few. Alfred Hitchcock, um, he was the English um, filmmaker. He is incredibly scared of eggs, which is quite strange. So okay. it's called overphobia. But now he made this very famous film called The Birds. And I'm wondering if um, David Beckham's fear of... Uh, flocks of birds attacking him in public places isn't a result of watching that movie at some stage. Completely um, irrational. Completely irrational. And this one is quite unusual. It's Oprah Winfrey. She's scared of chewing gum. It's called chiclophobia. And she <laughs> she said it's because when she was growing up, her grandmother used to collect chewed gum in little rows in, in a cabinet or a cupboard. And so if she sees gum, she she really has anxiety. So she's banned gum from the building that she she operates from. So, mm. and then uh, Cameron Diaz, she's scared of doorknobs. Pamela Anderson's scared of mirrors. Um, That's an interesting one. Pamela yes. Anderson's scared of mirrors. I, I mean, she was a Playboy playmate, wasn't I she? Know. Well, so she looked at herself in the mirror all the time. Well, there you have it. Well, maybe that's her reason for applying too much mascara sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she was just afraid of her reflection. <laughs> and then Carmen Electra is scared of olives. And um, now the uh, celebrity with the most phobias is Woody Allen because he okay. is scared of everything. Um, elevators, heights, sunshine, bright colors, dogs, children, small rooms, deer, crowds. I think he's got a full buffet of phobias. <laughs> so my favorite phobia, well, when I say favorite phobia, this one really just amused me. Um, it's called, um, and I'm, I'm going to try to pronounce it properly, is hippomonstrosis quipedaliophobia. And that's the fear of long words. <laughs> so um, I was thinking... I really I was thinking Mary Poppins definitely didn't suffer from that when she sang supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> and um, so, so you were talking about um, being able to cure yourself of these, these phobias. So what is the process? What do they do? Look, I'm not a specialist in that area. So I think anybody that suffers from phobia, and I think although we're laughing about this, we can't really make light of the fact that some people um, suffer from these phobias to a debilitating degree. Mm. And it is important to seek help, you know, um, because the they are very effectively treated using CBT and other techniques. So these are really self-help techniques that you can use in your own home. But you do need to do it um, with guidance from a professional. Mm. So I would suggest, um, you know, doing your research. We all have access to information at our fingertips now on the internet um, where you can actually find someone that you can go and see that um, would be able to assist you. You know, the interesting thing was our very own Damon Beard had uh, an intense fear of flying. I mean, he mm. had a phobia. 
um, so much so he couldn't get onto a, a plane. And now he's overcome that um, and he's got his um, pilot's license. That's incredible. So, he so flies planes. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, phobias also. So there is hope. There is hope. Um, and also phobias evolve as, you know, society evolves. I, I read this morning that there's a phobia called nomophobia, which is a fear of being without your cell phone or having access to your cell phone. Mm-hmm. And some people really suffer from it to this Every extent. Every teenager, I would imagine. Well, I would imagine so. But um, some people have it so badly, they, they can't even go to the bathroom without their phone. They take, they literally take their phone wherever they go. And um, should something happen to that phone, it causes extreme anxiety. So Mm. um, I think, you know, it's interesting um, how technology can, can really impact and affect one in that way.